We're up to a very, very big episode in our limit of Tarasachasidas. We can't ignore the question. It's a strong question by great people, and it needs to be addressed. And by way of addressing it, we're going to learn the episode of, of the Soviet Kalam and, and the Mali Kalam. We can also learn a nice song from Mitzvah later as we go along. The Shem surrounds all worlds and fills, fills all the worlds. The question of the the question that was asked by those who were great people that were opposed to to the Yisod of Chassidus, while conceding <coughs> that while conceding that even if even if we say that while conceding to the reality that that symptom is not kipshuto, that Hashem, of course, is Hashem is everywhere. Everything is elokus. Even with that mahalach, the question. You remember we were talking about the chasidim sitting around and making elachayim, and the question that one asks the other just a fictional anecdote of is Hashem's book to be found in the Shnaps? Is Hashem, is Hashem in, in this mashke? Thank you. And, and we've been talking about how let's also follow me name, what that means. And we've been talking about the, the Nitzaitzes and the Lakus that's in everything that exists. But we didn't speak yet about what exactly what exactly happens when there's a piece of treif? What does it mean in a piece of chazer? Is Hashem to be found in in something which is in something which is is tummy, something which is impure? And it, it can get even worse than that. That's pretty bad, a piece of chazer, but it can get worse than that. It really does take us back to the to the basis of asking Naftali Lau, did you see Hashem in the smoke? of the crematoria. <coughs> it's nice to talk about nice things, and that Hashem is here, Hashem is there, Hashem is truly everywhere, <laughs> and, and how the aside of Hasidus is kipshut amamish, at kulam, everything is elokuz. <coughs> then the question of, of what does that mean regarding things that are us, things that are forbidden? What does that mean regarding the presence of Tumah in our lives? How are we to understand the fact that there are Mekaymas Kedoshim? What does that mean, that there's a Makam Kaddish? What makes, what makes 
Yerushalayim holier than New York? And in Yerushalayim, what makes one place holier than the other? Which the Mishnah says there are ten levels of Kedusha. What, what, what is that? If, if Hashem is everywhere, which we believe, and that's the Yisod of Aravoda and the Yisod of, of Chesidus, that Hashem is Mamalikal Almin, and that we live in that reality of Mamalikal Almin, unlike, unlike what the Nefshachim says that we can't think about that, that's not what we think about. He was worried about this problem. Again, even though the Nefshachim agrees that Hashem is, is everywhere, but the implications of that, what that, what that implies, and where the mind of a person will go. And thinking about Elokus in the bathroom, in Wakam Tomei, what does that mean? That there are Makamis that are Kedoshim, and there are Makamis that are Tmeim. What does that mean? So, by way of introducing this whole Indian, let's just read a small paragraph. What, what you have in front of you is from the Igeris HaKadosh, from the Alter Rebbe, from the Baal Tanya, in Perek Chavav. The, the Baal Tanya is talking about Isra Vahedr, that which is forbidden and that which is permitted. Isra Vahedr, what's forbidden and what's permitted. He's speaking in this, this parak is a very, very famous parak. It's a long parak, and there are a lot of Yisodas in it regarding the nature of Talmud Torah and the Chiddush of the Zohar Kodesh. There's a lot in this parak. But we're just going to focus on this little piece of the parak. If you have a chance over Shabbos or whenever, maybe you could I to look at the entire parak to see this in context, which I would love to do. It's just that it would be very time-consuming. For now, it's not all what we're learning. But let's let's just see this little part inside. Ach be'emes, see. This is Perik Chavav in the Gemara Sakaidish. The Tanya is defining a cheftzer shalisa. What does it mean that something is asa? What does it mean that something is muta? What does that mean? Vis-a-vis elokus, Hashem's presence. What does that mean? Ach be'emes, k'shetedaktik b'loshen, k'shetedaktik b'loshen raya mehimna. If we care, if we look carefully at the language of the Zara Kaddish, Dilael, v'ilona de toiv v'ra, diu iser v'heter. The Torah began here in Tanya with the statement of the Zara Kaddish that that. <laughs> The Eitzadas Toivera, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The U The Toivera is identified with Toivas, that which is Mutter, which is permitted, and Ra is that which is Asa, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Vle Omar, Toiras Isavaheta. Or halachas isavaheta, hilchas isavaheta. Elav b'tzalaimer 
Because that was a problem that the Tanya <coughs> explained why it doesn't say that... See, the problem... Let me just go back and tell you what the Tanya was, was explaining. The Zara says that in our lives now, we're eating from the tree of knowledge, we're dealing with the, with the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But love when Mashiach comes, it's going to be Eitzachai, the tree of life. Now, when you learn the Zohar, the Zohar seems to be seems to be identifying the Torah that we're learning now. The Torah that we're learning now is the Torah of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But when Mashiach comes, we're going to <coughs> eat from the Ilan of the Chai, the tree of life. The Torah that we're going to be learning is is the Ilan of the Chai, the tree of life. And the Zohar Kaddish, therefore, will lead us out from Golas, because the Zohar Kaddish is tasting from the tree of life. Which would imply, Chas Hashanah, Ke'ilu, there's going to be a change in the Torah. It sounds like something's different. That our life of Torah now, of Yisrael of the things that are permitted, and the things that are also, and so on, then there's the Nigla of Torah, the revealed Torah, which consists of discussions, of what's permitted and what's forbidden, and halachas, of what's permitted and what's forbidden. The Zohar seems to be saying, if you read it superficially, and there are scholars that went to town with this, when I say scholars, I mean, with you know, that went to town with this, that, oh, the Zohar is saying that the Torah is going to change. The true Torah is the Torah of the Zohar, is, is the, is Pneumisa Torah, is Kabbalah. That's the true Torah, that's the Ilan of the Chai, that's the tree of life. That's the Torah of Mashiach. On the other hand, the Nicholas of Torah, the revealed Torah that we're living with right now, which is Mutter, Osir, and so on, Tameh, Tahar, that, that, that this Torah is going to be outdated. And it's not going to be Chas it's not going to be observed anymore, it's not going to be studied anymore, God forbid, but something's going to change. So the, the Tani comes out attacking that, that false interpretation of the Zohar, and how that's dangerous, and it's not true. And he explains, Dalterbi explains, that it doesn't say, when it says, the Ilana de Torah di Yu Isavaheter, Loma Torah Isavaheter, or Hilchas Isavaheter. It doesn't say in the Zohar that, that the tree of good, the tree of knowledge of good and evil is the Torah of Isavaheter. Or the halachas of Isavaheta. Doesn't say that. The Torah of Isavaheta is going to be reserved when the Shiach comes. It's going to be kosher and it's not kosher. The Torah of, of, of Tameh and Tahor, the Torah that we, as we know and as we love, is going to be the same Torah. It's the same Torah. It doesn't say the Torah of Isavaheta. <coughs> doesn't say the halachas of Isavaheta. It's the same halachas. We can get up in the morning, Mitzvah Shia comes, we'll dive and put on film. It's the same Torah. It's not changing. Elorot Salaima, so the Altar explains, so then what does it mean, Taka? What does it mean? That, that now we're eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And when Mashiach comes, we're going to eat only from the tree of life, which is the Zar Kodesh, which is leading us out of Golis into Mashiach and so on. What does that mean? 
What it means is the following. The goof dover ha oser, the dover ha mutter, humi ilona de toivera. It's a very big yisah. What the author is saying is that when we have a chefza shalisa, a piece of chaz, a piece of treif, or a piece of orla, or tevel, something that's forbidden, when we have something that's forbidden in front of us. The goof dover ha'asa, so we have goof, the physical dover ha'asa, with dover ha'muta, and then we have other things that are permitted. If it's meat that was shechted properly, fruit, <coughs> fruits, vegetables, and so on. I mean, without issues of trumas and mysis, of course. If we have things that are, that are permitted, who me ilana de toivera? That is in the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Shuklipas noga, which is called klipas noga. It's one of the types of klipas. We're not going into right now. That's the, much of the time he discusses that in the earlier prakim. Klipas noga, so the Rebbe explains, what is the meaning of something when it's aser? This will help us to understand what is the meaning of something that's tamay, that's aser. A makam tamay, a place that it's forbidden to go into, you can't go to a church. What does that mean, a place that's aser? So the Rebbe says, Zer loshen aser. Shehaklipa sheirolov. Also means that, that there is a klipa that's attached to it, meaning that Hashem's presence in something is very hidden and veiled. It cannot ascend above. I'll explain in a minute. It cannot ascend above. Like something that is mutter, that's permitted. Something that is permitted is not bound to and chained and imprisoned in the klipa, in this shell. And it's able to ascend a fruit or something that's mutter. M- mutter is lotion of matir asurim. Mutter means something that is unchained, unbound, free. That which is mutter, a human being, is able to access the elokus, the godliness that's in that fruit, <coughs> or that's in the meat that shechted. A person can access that. And and He's able to get to the Elokos and to perform that which we were talking about the past few weeks. He's able through his kavana, through his thoughts, through his intentions. He's able to accomplish that which we were created to accomplish, which is to uncover and to reveal the Elokos and all that exists. This is what we've been talking about. 
that va'atam b'chayes kulam, in something which is mutter, in that which is mutter, one can access the elokus and the apple and the orange. One can access that, and then the Rebbe says, It was waiting, like I mentioned a few weeks ago, that when we walk into the store, the apples are large to see a Jew. They start to scream out, "Me, me, me!" Right? So, the elokus that's in the apple and the orange can be accessed. It's released. It's permitted. It's available for the human being, that, and then and then the elokus that's in that orange can be restored and revealed as elokus and brought back to elokus in, in a revealed way through the kavana of that person through the thoughts, the intentions of the Jew who's eating it is that a bracha? what? is that a bracha? When you make oh, a bracha, sure. is it as simple as that? That's the that's the beginning of it. There are higher levels. One has to think in their the levels of kavan. So that's talking about higher madrigas that we were learning about a few weeks ago of how tzaddikim meet with kavan Hashem. But then you remember we were talking about how the Rambam says that the Indian of eating is that you should have strength to serve Hashem later on with your davening and learning. Remember we spoke about that. Which is a basic lower level of kavana, a simple kavana to have. And the Rebbe says, regular Jews, that they don't have these kavanas, they don't know how to do fancy stuff. But Arizal and the Meshash and Yehudim and Hashem and Hashem's names and the regular people, we don't know this stuff, all these things, these fancy things. <coughs> so, Stam Kol Adam. Stam Kaladim, every regular person, that who has minimally, minimally, he eats with the general kavana that he should have that he'll, he'll learn and he'll daven, he'll have the strength to learn at the daven. And even if he doesn't have the kavana that moment, but he's a God fearing religious Jew, and therefore. His eating, by definition, if he eats in a way of their charis and in moderation and so on, so that person's, and he makes proper brachas before and after, so the act of eating itself gives him the strength to learn Davin and Dumitzvahs. So, even though he doesn't have all kinds of kavanas, even the basic kavanas sometimes is missing, although one should have that basic kavana at least when making a bracha, still, the Rebbe says, He's able to, he's able to to lift up. He's able to to make a tikkun, but this not as high as the tzaddikim who are, have all kinds of kavanas. But he's able to he's able to reveal on some level the elokus to later on. He dams and learns with the energy that he has from eating. Right? That's a basic basic kavana that 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 even the simple Jew. Who's, who's careful with kasha with some of the brachas is certainly able to have and we should have that he's able to he's able to daven to learn shabakahilahi loy made him a spalo the person learns and he davens lashem venimsa and even with a simple jib what happens is that shanasa isis hatira hatfila 
that the letters of learning and the letters of davening that the letters of his learning and davening are able to ascend to Hashem because of the energy that he has from the food that he ate. That's a that's a very basic, it's a very basic tikkun that that all, that all God fearingers are able to make with their eating and their and their drinking and so on. and that's on a regular weekday. And then he goes into Shabbos. We'll get to that in a second. Let's just first talk about this for a minute. What the Rebbe is saying so far. What the Rebbe is saying is that. God is everywhere. Oser, Oser and Mutter are not telling us that the etzem, the actual essence, in other words, if you dig down deep, 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 deep into a piece of chaza, <coughs> if you dig down deep into the chaza, and you get past the thick clepus of that piece of chaza, it's not saying, God forbid, that you won't find God. God is everywhere. In the piece of chaza, too. And in, 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 in the place of the church, also. And if you and if you get through all of the, um, I was going to say I was going to say garbage, but I, when I was in when I was in London last week, they were horrified when I used the word garbage in some Shia, mm. and and uh, the the people turned their ears turned red and everything. And I and I I found out that that's not a nice thing to say. Really. You're supposed to say rubbish. <laughs> so they got to, they're like whoa. <coughs> it's a very considered to be a very pressed thing to say garbage. And, so, um, when you get through all of the rubbish <laughs> of the church, and you get through all the rubbish of the chazim, so then, so then, of course, the Ba'an Shalom says, Hineini, Chbindu, I'm here. Hashem is everything, Zelikus. Everything, the object itself, of course, is, is the essence of it is Zelikus. The question is as follows. Not mitzad the chayfets. Every chayfets, everything that exists is God. The question is mitzad the person. Can you and I get to the God, to Hashem's Bach that's in this? <coughs> Can I get to it? Do I have entrance? Do I have the code? To, be, 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 to get into the elokuz. So what the Alter Rebbe is saying is that, is that certainly, there is no place without God. And for Atamachayis Kulam Hashem gives life and existence every second to everything. That's talking about a piece of Chazit too. That's talking about the Vatican also. Atamachayis Kulam. And it's talking about the it's talking about the Galach that's that's sitting in the Vatican. And it's talking about a person who's sitting and eating a piece of Chazit. Everything is God. In terms of the in terms of the the thing itself. And the smoke in, in Buchenwald as well is God. Everything is Elokos. Atom is not a question. The question is, can I find God? Can I access Him? Can I get to Him? Am I expected by the Torah to be Megala Elokos presently in the world that we're in right now? <coughs> Am I asked by Hashem to try to get into those places, to try to get into those things of Treif and so on? To get into those things, to find Hashem, 
and to Kivyachal to free him from that klipa, to get him out of the klipa. Now when it comes to oranges and apples, and when it comes to water and other stuff and things that are permitted, things that are mutter, so there, not only can we, but that's a taklas that we have to, we, we're, we're commanded to, to reveal Hashem in this world, and to, and to, and to connect to the elokus, and to speak of it, and to relate to it in everything that exists. So, when the Torah comes along, and the Torah says that this is Asr, <coughs> this piece of Chazer is Asr, or this Nevela is Asr, when the Torah comes along and says that something is Asr, it means that it is Asr. Asr is a language of imprisoned. Like in the Baruch HaMatra Asurim that we make in the morning. <coughs> it is Asr that in this, the Kedusha, the Elokus in this, is Asur Shavui. It's imprisoned Legamre. In the Klipa, in the thickness of this Klipa. And anybody who ventures into that place to try to, to, try to free the Shechina or reveal the Shechina, Lo Yetzei It's not going to work. He'll be destroyed by it. There was a great person who lived a few hundred years ago who caused an unbelievable tumult in the world and, and, and was still suffering from an Ad Hayom Hazer. And that's Shabzai Tzvi Yimach Shema. And Shabzai Tzvi, his entire theology was based upon the avod of the <coughs> of Atom Echayis Kulam, that Hashem is everywhere. Ad Kedekach, that he took a woman of ill repute into a shul, and by a sefer he did a ma'aseh iser, and he said that in doing so, that he was lifting up the elokus, he was lifting up the elokus in this woman, and through this ma'aseh that he did, with a with an isha, such a woman, by a sefer in shul. So, for many of his followers, that. Uh, that was over the top, like, but for thousands and thousands of them, they were misled by by his theology of freeing the Shechina, and and they continued to follow. There are reverberations out there, without going into that right now, <coughs> of that of that tragedy. When something is also, what the Rebbe is explaining, is that when something is also, you can't go there. There's a no entrance sign in this world. Now, what's going to be beyond this world? That's something else. But in this world, this is a world of isavahetah, of what's permitted and what's forbidden. When it's something that is mutter, it means it's released and free. And the Shekhinah is crying out, come, come, over here into this apple. And through your kavanas, through your brachas, through your avoda, help me. It's the story of the lost princess. Help me. Bring me out. Dear Hashem's presence in this world. 
when it comes to Dvarim HaAsurim, things that are forbidden, of course it's true that Va'atam is Kulam, that this can only exist because it's enlivened by the light of God that fills it, of course. Hashem is Mamalakalam, Hashem fills all the worlds, including the Chazim. Everything is Elokuz. And the Brach of Shahakal near Bedvaro relates to everything. So how come you can't take a piece of chazir and say shahakal? So, so say shahakal. Shahakal nivadro. Everything is everything is from the the Tibur of Hashem is everything is God. <coughs> how come we can't say that? Because the one who created this said that for reasons that we're not going to go into now, it's a lot <coughs> there's a there's a great deal written about that. But we can't go into it. There's no entrance. I'm not permitted to enter into this place. It makes no difference if it's if it's uh, the biggest tzaddik in the world. It makes no difference if if Eliyahu would say, "I'm going to I'm going to reveal the Elokus in this chazer." Chazer Shalom. He'd be the same Russia as as Yemach Shmuel and that would passel him up. It not only as a Navi, it passel him up as a Jew. You understand how the Misnagdim to this were very, very worried about this coming off of the Shabzai Tzvi Parasha. They were very worried with the Lashonis of Chassidus. We can understand that. It's a sensitivity. Because we, we don't relate to the to the unbelievable tragedy that happened with Shabzai Tzvi. We don't understand that. That's not, that's not part of our reality. But remember the Chassidus followed a very short time after that. And in many ways Chassidus was to repair the damage. And we also know that the Baal tried very, very hard to find a Tikkun even for that rush. From what we're told in this farm, he, was, he almost gave up his life earlier to try to do something about what happened with Shabzai Tzvi, whatever that means. So there was a tremendous sensitivity among those who were opposed to Chassidus. And this is really the Yisod of the Hisnagdus. This is the Yisod of the opposition to Chassidus. Not, not the, the stuff on the periphery. There was a lot of social stuff. A lot of other things on the outside. <coughs> Even the whole question of what's more important, Torah or Tefillah? What's, what's, what's more important, davening or learning? Which is a very basic question. Anybody that learns Tanya, especially... <coughs> could never ever blame the Alter Rebbe of not taking Torah seriously, they're not playing a major role in Yiddishkeit and so on. Of course there were misnagdim, they were upset with the, uh, what they saw as the shifting over to Davening and Torah becoming, in, what seemed to become second in this competition of Torah and Tfi. Of course that was something which many were upset about and seemed to be that shift. But that's not the assault of misnagdim. The Yisod, the Yisod of Rabbi Chaim Belozhin and the true Tzadikim and Misnagdim who were against Chassidus was what we're talking about now. That where does one draw the boundaries? And that's what happened in the past. And they saw Chassidus as being dangerous. That where, where is this going to take us? 
this Indian of living with the reality of Mamali Kalalman, of Hashem being everywhere. Where, where's that going to go? We already know where it went in the past. And the feeling that those Sadiqim had was that this is just a revised edition. This is a new, updated, revised, sophisticated, and more um, uh, <coughs> a, a more appealing, in many ways, <coughs> version of that which caused that whole tragedy of Shamsat Sviyamashim. The, I'm sorry, Rene. It's more elokus in let's say the apple than the rubbish that allows you to access it, or is it just everything has the same amount of elokus? It's just it's a issue of being okay. with it. Okay, it's a very good question. So, is it more or less? So we can talk about that with the with the mukamas of akedoshim and mukamas of tamayim. It seems that it's not a question of more or less, it's a question of access or lack of access. That's what it seems, but we're going to get to that a little bit more in a few minutes. <coughs> so, so Hasidus came along and said, to every Jew, this is, the, this is all, all the chizik that we read in the chizik from from from, from Kedushas Levi, Hashem Baruch is misspoiled. Hashem Baruch's pride that he has in a Jew. Every vart, every tire from the from the Bedichva is filled with that love that Hashem has for a Jew. And then all the way you got to one of the great Talmidim of the Bedichva. Some of you might not know, but Nasan Breslov was before he came to Rabbi Nachman. Was why why was he was about to lose his life? And Rabbi Nasan's tires of his chaskas, Mesuk Shemaim. That when I go to the highest heights, Hashem, you're there. Vatsia Shalva. When I sink into hell, you're there as well. All of the hischaskas of chesedus, which you don't see such lashainus in, in any of the other svarim, like you see in the chesedus svarim, especially in Rav Nosson, the, the chizik, the chizik, which is a major reason why it's, 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 it's one of the major reasons why our generation is is so connected to that and feels the chizik. The generation is very weak in this the chizik that we get in the svarim. We have to understand the mabat. The world view of Hasidus, of that Hashem is Mamalikal Amen, means that He's in hell also. Even when I'm in, in the lowest place of my life, even when I'm Mamish in hell, <coughs> and, and I've done anything that could be wrong, I've done, and I'm in the lowest place, God is here too. This is of the presence of God. <coughs> Is the light of Chesidus, the presence of Hashem. That's why Irish Mashiach, the light of Mashiach and Teres of Hashem, this, this new old way, it wasn't like it wasn't there, it comes again, the Zohar and the Ari, but this, this way of seeing God in everything is the Yisod of Chesidus. And it's that way of seeing things that gives a, a person hope, regardless of what's happened to him and where he's gone. I see a shawl, even though I descend into, into shawl, into hell. Hinek, Hashem, you're here. You're also here. Even in this place, you're here with me. 
and even in the smoke of Buchenwald. When I'm, I'm in this Gehenim, Hashem is here. Isavaheter, what the altar is explaining, that Isavaheter means that Mitzad the Chayfetz itself, again, we're not getting to degrees now, we'll get back to that. But Mitzad the Chayfetz itself, Mitzad reality itself, everything's good. You can't change that. Hashem is Mamal Kalam. And not only that, we, ha- we have to live in that reality. And that's why even the person that's in Gehenim in his life is Mechazik himself, to feel God's presence in that place with him. Now, does that mean he has an excuse to continue on with his Chil Shabbos and his, and his, and, and his uh, excursions to, uh, to trade for restaurants? Of course not. Because why? Because it's also. And also means that Elokus is there. Elokus is McDonald's. And just like Elokus is, in, is, 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 as much as it hurts to even say that, that Elokus is in the church also, in that building, <coughs> or else it wouldn't exist. They wouldn't be able to stand. Of course, at the Machai school one. But you better not think about God when you're in the bathroom. And you better not think about, about doing something to help the Shechina if you find yourself, God forbid, in such a place of Tumah that you, whatever, you're running away from Nazis and you're in a church someplace. You better not think, you better not think about, about how you can do something vis-a-vis that locus in, in that place because <clears throat> the piece of treif and the church is a chafzashalis. And that means that mitzad, the person, I can't do anything about that elokus. Not only can I not do anything about it, but there's like big crosses and X's and skulls saying, stay away. Do not go into this. The whole issue of, of thinking about elokus when you're in the bathroom, of even, of even thinking about something that's holy while in the bathroom. It's not going to, we spoke about that once in the Chabur, and when we were learning the Indian of Amunah, we saw a shur from Leva Avram, we were talking about that. Are you allowed to think about the tzaddikim, like the Baltanya, the Alter Rebbe? He couldn't stop thinking about God, so he would have somebody sit outside and just tell stories of tzaddikim when he was not well and he had to he had to bathe a lot because he wasn't well. So, so he he had uh, whatever a, grand, a grandson or somebody would 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 stay on the side and would constantly tell all the stories about tzaddikim or something that he his mind shouldn't wander to to elokus. In, 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 a, in a more refined way to think about God because he couldn't stop himself he couldn't stop himself from thinking about God <coughs> that which you and I are trying to do a little bit of like sometimes every now and then to try a little bit to think about God he couldn't stop himself from thinking about God he couldn't stop himself That's, that was the reality that he lived in so when it would come to some place like a bathroom so it was, for the Alter Rebbe, it was something which was very artificial. It was something which was very, very difficult to, to block out from his mind thoughts of Elokus. We don't understand that, but that's the person, that's the, that's the life of the Tzavik, because he's so immersed in that reality. So during the week, the Alter Rebbe says, even a simple Jew, I mean, there are kavanas to have when you're eating, but when something is permitted, the apple or the orange, so a piece of bread, the person eats it, and, 
And through that, the letters of his davening and his learning later on, when he davens and he learns. <clears throat> so the letters, the O.E.C. is having a leave. He's doing, he's doing something he's doing something very, very important. Just for the most basic, basic kavan, like the Rambam was talking about, that we spoke about a few weeks ago. Even without all the Kabbalah things and Pneumius, Kavanas, just simple. Then on Shabbos, <coughs> the Rebbe says, Abu B'Shabbos, four lines up from the bottom. Abu B'Shabbos, Sheyesh Aliyah, Leklip, Esnoga, Ba'atzma. Shabbos, when there's a tremendous change that takes place in all the worlds. With this klipas noge ba'atzim achitzonius shabakola olamus. Without going into that now, lachain mitzvah lechal kol tanugim b'shabbos. There's a special mitzvah to eat delicious foods on Shabbos. Foods that are more complicated than normally during the week would be very hard for a person to think about God. <coughs> during the week, a person who's going to eat some some uh, elaborate meal, which was not the habit of Jews, mostly because they couldn't afford it. And and uh, and there was more austerity in general. How Jews lived in the past, even wealthy Jews. <coughs> so, an elaborate meal, and some, and some you know, fancy some fancy cut of meat. Where during the week it's very hard for a person not to be distracted by the by the physical reality and the pleasure that he's having in that act of eating, because the food is very good and it's very delicious and it's uh, fancy and so on. During the week it's, it's the more complicated the food, meaning the more delicious and the more <coughs> um, elaborate the meal, so that the harder it is <coughs> to stay focused, obviously. It's much harder to stay focused. You can, you can be let off by the, um, by the taste of the food and so on. But on Shabbos, where the oil is changing, it's not going into right now what happens on Shabbos. On Shabbos, there's Davka Mitzvah to eat the most delicious foods. Chemitzvah kol Tanugim B'Shabbos. Now, we're, you see lately that, that we're on such a big madrega that people could have cholent on Thursday also. <coughs> Someone told me that there are places where you can get cholent uh, the whole week. You can sit and eat cholent. Someone just told me about a place that opened up in the neighborhood. Kanesim cholent agan sevach Such madrega, bal madregas. <laughs> such such a high level that people could could eat chon even even on a on a, on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. That was opened up by a gastroenterologist. I'm sorry. That was opened up by a gastroenterologist because everyone. Yeah, to get more business. <laughs> this way, people are not only sick on Sunday; they could be sick the whole week. <laughs> yeah. But such was such big balamedregus. We could have all kinds of fancy foods during the week. But so was so far 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 from it. Of course, there's no enough community to me. When it comes to thinking about God, what's the nafkimim? Whether it's a steak or it's, a, or it's an orange, there's a nafkimim. But, but in Pneumius, of course, the Shabbos, there's a mitzvah to eat delicacies on Shabbos. We, just, we learned the mind from the Alter Rebbe in that years ago. We're not going to go into the whole Indian of Einik Shabbos. That is, which they also, of course, a person can become uh, distracted on our level. We don't feel, unfortunately, the difference between Shabbos and, 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 the, and, the, and the week. So for us, it could be just as un, uh, unlikely to have anything to do with God when we're eating uh, during the week and we're eating on Shabbos.
So during the week, the person will be as old as the Give me another second, Masha, to get to your comment. Masha Enikin, look inside the altar, but he says, Masha Enikin, the Devar Isser. The last line. But if it's something which is a Devar Isser, Isser, Chazer, Devar Isser, don't give me any shop side sweet talk. You're not lifting anything up. <coughs> you can't. No access. Forbidden. Not to go there. Sheni yochalal is loy b'shabes loy b'chol. Loy b'shabes loy b'chol. Not Shabbos, not the week. You don't go there. Gam kishem mispalo v'loyim lebekarach ahu. And anybody who, who, God forbid, eats something that's not kosher. The question is, what if you ate by mistake? <coughs> something that's not kosher. Or like what happened some years ago in the bungalow, where there was a, where there was a Russia in Muncie that, that was purposely selling treif meat to, to all the uh, butchers. A guy that was... So we had the most a guy in the mountains that was selling, the, selling this meat to all the parts, I threw out everything. They couldn't cash a lot of things in the ovens. Everything was factored from this guy. So there was the, there was that whole discussion then in halacha, and I spoke about it back then. I gave a shir on it. You're just a nice person. You're trusting, you're trusting your butcher, and you get a piece of of meat that has on a proper echsherim, and it turns out that you were eating treif. So like, what did that do? What, what did that do to you? The fact that you made a mistake does that change the reality that you ate treif? Or is the reality reality? And, and, and Chazal tells us that when you eat something that's not tahar, it's metamtim, it dulls a person. It's bad. It's bad. Right? That's a very big discussion. The Rebbe says, Gam kishim ispalo v'loyme v'karach ahu. So now later on, you daven and you learn with the karach that you got from eating the piece of treif. By mistake. You're davening and you're learning. Unless you ate it because of Pikuach Nefesh. In other words, if the Rav said, you have to eat this, because you're going to die, you need to, eat, you need to eat this thing, even though it's not kosher, you have to eat it. So, because Chazal, the Torah permits it. Not only is the Torah permitted, but the Torah says, this person has to eat the Yom Kippur, this sick person. Or he has to, he has to eat this. Uh, medicine, have this thing that has possibly <coughs> meat and milk and meat, whatever. <coughs> but now it's a heter, gomer. That already became heter. For the sick person, that's mutter. And therefore his diving and his learning goes up with, with that food, and it's not in any way chasashon held back. Then he goes, "Well, I'll leave you with Torah for Hilchas Yisrael. I had a tumor with Tahara. She mishnayis a brayster to go poskim mevarim 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 mevalacha. But my say, hein hein glufei Torah shabal per sfiras malchus. That sfiras malchus. As far as the Torah is concerned, going back to the original question of the chapter, the Torah is unchanging. All the halachas, whatever we learn, Yisrael v'heter, the Torah is the same Torah. Now it's going to be the same Torah in the future. The the Zara Kodesh that talks about the tree of the the tree of knowledge of good and evil is referring to things that are permitted and things that are forbidden." Not to the Torah. The Torah is... The Torah that we have is, is explaining what's mutter and what's also. And that's the same. It's not, that doesn't change. As far as... As far as things that are mutter and things that are also, and our ability to access other truths, <coughs> will that change? What will happen with that? That's a part of the discussion of this chapter without coming into. 
But this is the definition of is it what happened to Moshe? I was just going to tell him to. <laughs> okay. So that that is the the issue of of Isr Vahedr, of what's Osir of what's Osir and what's and what's Mutter. What's permitted and what's and what's forbidden. That's the definition of Osir. But this is something and we're going to learn much more about this issue of Sovev <coughs> Kalama, what it means. And Mamala Kalama this the, the, this question of how how do we how do we th- think about Kaddish Baruch Hu? and how do we look at our lives and how do we look at the world so we understand that just as there are pieces of food that are also there are places there are also we can, that we can't go there are places you can't go but we'll have a different understanding of the Asr in the future Yes, but, but I don't want to go to that right now, but yes. But there are places that we can't go. We can't go now, we can't go then. We can't go into those places. And that doesn't change. The, the, the place is a place which is, which is Tomei. And anybody that goes into that place and says that he wants to free the lost princess from that place, that he read about, he read Rabbi Nachman's story, and he wants to go into the place that's no good, and he wants to rescue the princess, the person that does that is a Russian. You're not, you're not allowed to go looking for the princess in that place. I, the princess is there. It's not our Indian. And Hashem told us not to go there. Not to go to that place. It's not a place for we're not allowed to go to that place. Now why did Hashem create such things? Where his where his presence is so so unbelievably covered with filth, with with the rubbish? Why did Hashem create such places? That's not our discussion right now too. It has to do with <coughs> the way that Hashem Zubach made this made all of creation with Tov and Ra of good and evil but Mitzideinu that's not our place to go we're not allowed to we're not allowed to go there our avoda is with everything that's permitted to us with everything that's permitted to us our avoda is to, to in, in the physical world to connect to God in everything that we're doing, in everything in this world that's permitted to us, but that and that which is that which is also is also. So when the when the chassan stands with the kala under the chuppah, and the proper brachas are being made, and he says hariyamachudeshesli, it means muterasli. You're permitted to me. Until that time, if the chassan, when the chassan touches this girl. If he touches the girl, touches the girl, with a, with a taiva to touch the girl, she's a nida. She's forbidden to him. If he touches <coughs> the girl, could be according to many Rishonim, according to the Ramah, it's Yahari Vayav, not to touch the girl. He has to allow himself to be killed, not to touch this girl. Stands under the chuppah, a couple of things I said, a couple of brachas I said, some nice words, and then... Everybody says to the husband, hold her hand, hold her hand. <laughs> He's shy, he doesn't, he doesn't know what to do. Go ahead, take her hand, take it. Fifteen minutes ago they told him he's got to die not to do that. <laughs> and now all of a sudden they tell him that, come on, what's the matter with you? Come on, take the girl's hand. <coughs> it's, an, it's, it's a funny transition to make. But, but that's, that's unbelievable. She's now with Because the Torah says so.
this relationship is mutter. It's a mitzvah. It's But I will talk on that. We'll begin next week, Mitzvah Shem. We're not going to be here for next Friday, but we're going to learn, we're going to begin the Sugi of Amalai and Sogev, and based upon the Samut Senate, we'll begin in two weeks, Mitzvah Shem. <coughs>